Good morning, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us again. This is the last uh, Sunday in June, and we've come to part four of our Greater Than series. I hope you've uh, enjoyed the series so far. Uh, we've been doing four standalone messages on the topic Greater Than, in case you've missed it. Uh, it's available to listen on our podcast, and you can also catch up on the entire Sunday service on our YouTube channel. So thank you so much again for joining us, and today I'll be talking on permanent greater than temporary, and I'll be reading from the Bible, and we'll pray together and share a few thoughts together. It's going to be reading today from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, starting from verse 7 to 11. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, starting from verse 7 to 11, let me read this for you. It says this, Now if the ministry of death carved in letters on stone came with such glory that the Israelites could not gaze at Moses' face, because of its glory, which was being brought to an end, will not the ministry of the Spirit have even more glory? For if there was glory in the ministry of condemnation, the ministry of righteousness must far exceed it in glory. Indeed, in this case, what once had glory has come to have no glory at all because of the glory that surpasses it. For if what was being brought to an end came with glory, how much more will what is permanent have glory? Pray with me for a moment, please. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the opportunity again to read uh, from the Bible. I pray today, Lord, you will open our eyes and our hearts to hear, to understand, to receive Jesus, and I thank you that every time that happens, our lives are never the same again. So we thank you today that Jesus is being revealed to us, and we make this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. In the verses that I just read, <coughs> excuse me, you kept hearing the word glory. <clears throat> the word glory really means a brilliance, light, it means weight, it means um, splendor, it means Every good word you can possibly think of, all culminating into one, is the word glory. It is the very weight of God, the very essence of God. And uh, these verses that I just read talks about uh, a permanent glory and a temporary glory. And uh, that's what I want to talk about today, how permanent is greater than temporary. Once upon a time, the way God dealt with people was that God gave people rules to live by. It started off with the Ten Commandments, and the Bible says here, it calls it the ministry of death carved in letters on stone. Ministry of death carved in letters of stone. And uh, back in the day, the plan to live in a way where you are full of the glory of God was to give you commandments and rules to live by, where there were things that you had to obey and do, and, uh, and that was one way of, of connecting with God. But the Bible says that that was just very temporary, and it came and it faded, but what is now here is, is permanent, and it has come to stay. I want to say to you that the gospel of Jesus Christ, the word gospel means good news. Let me say that again. The word gospel means good news. It is not good instruction. It is not good commandments. It is good news. 
The gospel is good news. In other words, it's an announcement. It's an announcement of an event that has already taken place. What is the event? Well, the event is this. Jesus came as man and died in your place, was buried in your place, has been resurrected in your place, and any man, woman, boy or girl, rich or poor, wherever you are, whatever you've done, whoever you are, if you will simply put your trust in Jesus, then the very glory of God is yours. Every single human being has fallen short of the glory of God, short of the incredible, brilliant life that God has designed for every human being. Not every Christian, but every human being. And the way to reconnect to that glory is not by trying hard to keep a set of commandments that were written on a stone. The way to reconnect to the glory of God is by simply putting your trust in Jesus. And that is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is good news. It's a good announcement. It is not good instruction. It is not good commandments. It's not a good plan. The gospel is good news. So the three things I want to just share about the good news of Jesus Christ, the glory or the weight or the brilliance of God that we enjoy now. Number one, the glory of God is permanent and it is not temporary. The Bible says this, that the ministry of death, the carved in letters of stone, was a ministry that came to pass. But the ministry of glory that came through Jesus is a ministry that came to stay. I want to say to you, the moment you decide to put your trust in Jesus, the glory you receive is a permanent glory. It's, gonna not, it's, gonna, it's not going to fade next Sunday. It's not going to fade next Monday. It's not going to fade when you have a bad week. It's not going to fade when you fall in sin. It's not going to fade when people and circumstances around you change. The gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of Jesus, if you will simply believe it, simply trust in that good news, then the glory that is yours is permanent and is not temporary. Perhaps you're listening to me today and you've been convinced that the glory of God is something that comes and goes. It's something that makes an appearance when your favorite worship song is on. It's something that makes an appearance when your favorite preacher is on. But that's not how the glory of God works. If that is what you believe, then your mind can be deceived into thinking that that is a reality. But the reality is here. The gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of Jesus Christ, is that now the glory of God has not come to live the glory of God has come to stay. The glory of God is permanent and it is not temporary. So whatever it is that you want from God today, whether it is healing, whether it is provision, whether it is peace, whether it is identity, whatever it is that you're longing for God to do, my encouragement to you today is this. Whatever you're trusting God for, if you will simply believe the good news of Jesus, the glory of God on your life can be permanent and not temporary. And that's why I believe permanent is greater than temporary. Secondly, the Bible says in verse 9 that if there was glory in the ministry of condemnation, the ministry of righteousness must far exceed it in glory. The second thing I want to say to you today is that the permanent glory brings righteousness while the temporary glory brought condemnation. The gospel of Jesus Christ, this good news, this good announcement, 
hasn't come to tell you how bad you are, hasn't come to condemn you, hasn't come to put you down in your place, remind you of everything you've done and you shouldn't have done, everything that you could have done that you didn't do, and fill your mind with pressure and condemnation. No, the permanent glory that has come is greater than the temporary glory that used to be there, and the permanent glory that has come has brought with it the ministry of righteousness, not the ministry of condemnation. What does that mean? That means if you will simply believe the good news of Jesus Christ, the good announcement that in Jesus everything needed to reconnect with the God kind of life is already complete. If you will simply trust that news, then you and I have the privilege of being the righteousness of God. That means you and I have the same standing in God, in the presence of God, as Jesus himself does. So you and I are not to live another day in condemnation because there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Believe it today. Your sins are forgiven. You are completely embraced. You have significance. Jesus has embraced you and you are righteous. That's why I believe the permanent glory is greater than the temporary glory because the temporary glory brought condemnation while the permanent glory brought righteousness. The third thing I want to say to you today in, uh, in this story or in these verses that we've just picked up in verse 12, it says this, okay, let me read verse 11 and 12, it says this, for if what was being brought to an end, which is temporary, came with glory, how much more will what is permanent have glory? Watch this in verse 12, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Since we have such a hope, we are very bold. The third thing I want to share about the permanent glory being greater than the temporary glory is this. This glory brings hope and boldness and confidence. It doesn't bring fear. It doesn't bring insecurity. It doesn't bring pressure. The Bible says in verse 12 that it brings us boldness. Perhaps you're listening to me today and you feel, I'm not bold. That doesn't describe me. That doesn't describe me. That doesn't describe my personality. Actually, based on all the experiences I have had in my life, I'm the last person you would look at and say, this is a bold person. But I want to say to you today, your boldness does not depend on your experience. Your boldness does not depend on your personality. Your boldness does not depend on whether you're a loud person or a soft person. That's not what bold is about. According to verse 12, your boldness depends on where your hope is. And if your hope is in a temporary covenant that brings glory and then takes the glory away, then you will never have confidence and you will never have boldness. Why? Because every time you fall, every time you sin... Every time you fail, your boldness will get affected. But if your confidence is in the gospel of Jesus Christ that has brought permanent glory, according to verse 12, that brings you hope and therefore you are very bold. Very bold. I want to say to you, whatever you are facing in life today, you have the boldness to face it. 
You have the boldness to go through it. You have the boldness to make the decisions you need to be making. Some of you have been putting off decisions that you need to make in your life because you don't have the boldness to do it. I want to challenge you today. Why don't you go ahead and make those decisions? Why? Your boldness does not come from your strength, your ability, or your personality. Your boldness comes from the hope that is in Christ Jesus who has brought a permanent glory for you. The ministry of death carved in letters of stone has come to pass. But the ministry of righteousness that came with permanent glory has come to stay. Let me pray for you today because I truly believe that this message has the potential to change your life. Open your heart. You'll simply have to just believe and receive it. Like I said, the gospel is good news. It's not good instruction. It's not a good plan. It's not a good strategy. It's not a good commandment. The gospel is good news. And by simply believing the good news, you receive the permanent glory. So let me pray for you today. Heavenly Father, I pray for every person who is feeling today like the presence of God in their life goes and comes. That the feeling of the closeness and the glory of God goes and comes. They, they look back at moments where they were in a conference or a prayer meeting or something happened and they felt the glory of God. But since then it has lifted. I pray in Jesus' name that there will be an end to the manifestation of temporary glory and that you will release us into a realm of permanent glory where we know that in Christ Jesus your glory is our glory, your victory is our victory, your strength is our strength and it has not come to lift, it has come to stay. So in Jesus' name, I pray that the permanent glory will belong to every person listening to the sound of my voice. I pray for every person, secondly, who's feeling condemnation, feeling guilt and shame. I thank you that this ministry, this life, this new way of living does not bring condemnation. It brings righteousness. I pray in Jesus' name that every person living in guilt and shame right now will be set free by simply believing the gospel, the good news of Jesus. And that, Lord, we will right now receive a manifestation of your righteousness in our thinking, in our behavior, in our actions, in the way we pray, in the way we deal with people. Help us to live as righteous people. And, Father, I pray lastly for every person who feels like they have no boldness and they have no confidence because they've been taught that that's not their personality, that's not how they look, that's not how they're wired, that's not how their experience is. Lord, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 12, our boldness is on the hope we have in the permanent glory. So I pray in Jesus' name for every person who is living with the spirit of timidity, with the spirit of fear, with the spirit of insecurity. I command in Jesus' name that we will be set free from the spirit of timidity, from the spirit of insecurity, from the spirit of fear. And we will walk in the spirit of boldness because our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. And I pray that this glory will release a wave of boldness in us we have never had before, that we will love boldly we will make bold decisions we will care and give and connect with people with such boldness that we will not be ashamed of the gospel the good news the good news of Jesus Christ thank you for freedom that the permanent glory brings I thank you that permanent is greater than temporary because of Jesus and at Beacon Church we receive it and every person listening to me we want to say we receive the glory 
that is yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you've never made a decision to follow Jesus, I want to give you an opportunity to do that. God is not in a hurry to change you, but he is in a hurry to love you. And you have an opportunity today to make a decision to respond to that love. You can't earn it. You can't work for it. You can't strive hard and hope that one day you'll earn enough brownie points to be right with God. That's not how it works. Jesus came and did what you could not do, died in your place, was buried in your place, and was risen again. And the Bible says, if you will believe in your heart that Jesus died, and if you will confess with your mouth that he was risen from the dead, then you will be saved, meaning you will be rescued from an old identity, thrust into a new identity where you are a child of God, and you will have the opportunity to enjoy the glory, the permanent glory we've been talking about today, the permanent brilliance, the permanent weight, the permanent weight of God's goodness. I want that to be your life. So why don't you pray with me if you feel urge in your heart or just simple faith to say yes to Jesus. I'd like to lead you in a very simple prayer. And if you'd like to repeat after me, I'd like to lead you in this prayer. Jesus, I believe that you died and you rose again. Thank you that my life is now yours And your life is now mine. This is not temporary. This is permanent. Because of Jesus. Amen. I believe if you've made that prayer, you have made the most important decision you've ever made in your life. I'd love to connect with you, help you take your next steps. Please reach out to us on our website or our social media pages. We'll pray with you, help you take your next steps, connect you to the wider Beacon Church family, and uh, it'd be a delight and a pleasure for us to do that. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this video's message and today's message has helped you, I want to encourage you to share it with a friend. It might bless and help them too. You can catch up on this message on our podcast via our website or catch up on the entire Sunday service on our YouTube channel. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you next week. God bless.